It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The 2020 season did not quite go as planned for Reds fans as the playoffs ended abruptly in the wild card round. Now the Reds are left to pick up the pieces during the offseason and fix a lineup that was the worst in Major League Baseball. How are they going to do it? What are they going to do? Rumors, transactions, news, all here on the Locked On Reds podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Carr. Let's go. What's going on, Reds fans? Welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to today's show. On today's show, a little bit of a different flavor. We're going to look back on two of my favorite interviews from this past year. Talking about Bronson Arroyo and Lucas Sims, going to break down a couple of my favorite clips from those interviews and kind of point back if you want to listen to the rest of it when you can go back and check that out. With Bronson, it's a little bit more about spring training, and I talked with Lucas Sims kind of at the height of the shutdown at the end of March and everything like that. So different flavors between the two of them, but a lot of good stuff in there as well. We're going to jump right into that. Make sure, though, before we do, that you are subscribed to the podcast. That way you don't miss any episodes coming up. Next week, Brandon Bailey, brand new Reds reliever coming over from the Houston Astros in a trade a couple of weeks ago. He will be on the show. We're going to be talking about all kind of stuff like his coming to Cincinnati, driveline. He used to work with driveline and his experience getting traded. Something that I try to ask just about every player that I talk to. In fact, I've got a clip of Lucas Sims talking about his trade experience later on in today's show. So you're not going to want to miss all that. So make sure you're subscribed. All right, let's jump in. So firstly, I want to start with the ace of the Locked On Reds podcast. Bronson Arroyo has been on the show a number of times. I think it's like four times now. And it's been a lot of fun getting to talk to him. Oddly enough, and this is just me being me and a little bit aloof, I scheduled uh, the chat for the podcast on February 14th. 
Now, this this wasn't in lieu of uh, doing some kind of Valentine's date with my wife. Don't worry. We, we did that later on that night. But um, no, it was uh, ironic, too, because he actually played me a couple songs that he's working on for an album. So I got serenaded on Valentine's Day by Bronson Arroyo. But that was a fun memory and a fun conversation that started off. We were looking at spring training and just kind of how he got himself ready. And it also kind of doubles as a look into why some players may have struggled during the 2020 season because he talks about how his performance goes during a typical season. My whole goal was to come into spring, was to get, stay healthy, get get through the process, um, leaving camp feeling strong about um, your health. Mm-hmm. And I knew, you know, when the season starts, I don't think you're in, in you're not in, you're not in, you're not in like playoff shape. Right. Like, you know, when you come out of spring training, people complain that spring training is a little too long. But for the starting pitchers, in my mind, you need about another you need another two, three, four starts before you're actually there, right? Because we we get built up to six or seven innings by the time we leave. But you just got there. Right. You want to be able to throw seven innings, eight innings, seven innings, eight innings, right? Night every fifth day in order to build that kind of um, stamina in your arm. It doesn't come by just going two, three, four, five, six, and then saying, okay, season games, game on. So in my mind, I really wasn't totally in shape until probably the back half of, of um, April, okay. right? So probably three weeks into the season after about four starts. I mean, think about that. That's a quarter of Trevor Bauer's season, actually more than a quarter. He had 11 starts. So you're talking about four starts. He's really spending kind of ramping up. Now I give credit to the Reds pitching staff because they looked pretty solid, but I think that's probably a reason that you could explain. Maybe Luis Castillo and Sonny Gray peaked at weird times during the season, and that's kind of where their performance was. It was really good, but it wasn't like on the Bauer level, because I feel like they can pitch that way. But anyway, the next thing that we kind of talk about, Bronson, I mean, we're on the subject of spring training and all this other stuff, and with him being out of the game for a couple of years now, I asked him what he missed most about spring training. What I'm jealous about is when you walk into a big league uh, spring training and you get those first couple days to say, hey, what's up, bro? I ain't seen you in, in a few months. It's been four months, like Scooter Jeanette or Joey Votto or whoever, Jay Bruce. It's like, you know, um, you know Tucker Barnhart, bro, what's going on? How's the family? How are the kids doing? You know, what you been up to, man? What, oh, wow, I didn't know you were going to grow a beard like that, right? Like there's all these Johnny Damon shows up with hair looking like Jesus one year. I remember freaking Kevin Millard came in just belly laughing. He's like, yo, you got to see it. Johnny looks like Jesus straight up. And it was like, you know, these are the things you don't, you know, you're not privy to in the off season because what people don't realize all the time is that we don't stay in touch with each other that much because we're together every day for eight months. And then when you leave, a lot of times your family dictates, you know, a lot of guys have wives and kids, especially, um, you know, the early years in, in baseball, a lot, a lot of guys have young kids that, sure. that, um, and you know, they're, they're in their mid twenties. They're just having a family. And so they're totally locked down with that and paying attention to their off season, obviously with with Instagram and things like that these days, you get to see a little bit more of guys' lives if they're taking some pictures. But, you know, back in the old days, you never even heard from these guys. Maybe you called one or two of your really, really tight buddies. Um, but I just love walking in that locker room and being able to say hey to everybody. And then guys coming from new teams and you, you just get this, you know, there's this buzz in the air, man, for spring training. It's like, and the best part of it is once you're an established major leaguer and you're not worried about making the club, mm. it really frees you up to enjoy that full six weeks with the guys. And it just feels like this this process of getting in shape and also having a great time with the guys and getting to play a little bit of golf in the afternoon and having some barbecues and and um, all the things that come along with spring training. Um, I, I always 
enjoyed it. You know, a lot of guys would complain, especially the hitters, about it being a little too long and hopefully shortening the schedule. But I, I would have stayed in spring for a couple more weeks, to be honest with you. I really loved it because it was it was low pressure. Right. You, if you didn't, if you were an established guy who had a multi-year deal and you knew you were going to be in the rotation, even if you got your butt kicked, it didn't matter. It was just about getting your arm in shape. Spring has that vibe where guys come in and you can be a little loose and crazy and. And uh, there, there's something about it. You know, you, you, you're eating breakfast in the morning. It's an early day. It's, it's different than the regular season. You're not staying up late, you know, and, you, and you're, you're trying to mix and match with the young guys. And there's a lot of shenanigans that go on in spring training, right? The managers, especially when Dusty was there, he would have a meeting every morning. And, and inevitably, I mean, if you were outside listening, you probably thought it was like a comedy club because it was always funny stuff going on, right? It, it, it was, you know, I could collect... I could collect videos from the year before somehow and spoof some guy like Billy Hatcher and put it up on the big screen and surprise him in the morning. And then you just see him over there like, oh, they got me again, you know, or, or Dusty would just be telling stories and trying to inspire guys or he'd bring in his rings one day. You know, he'd say, everybody, you know, if you have a World Series ring or an all-star ring, bring it in. And he would have them displayed out on the table and just want all the young guys to take a look at this stuff. This is what you're playing for. You know, this is my ring from 1977 or whatever he had. Um, he would bring that kind of stuff in. So spring is just a mixed bag of all these different um, things going on, and then and then as it gets closer and closer to the season, it starts becoming more like a big league locker room and getting a little bit more serious. But it's you know it's the the greatest part that about baseball and probably anything in life, honestly, is the human beings that you're doing it with, and that's what I would will always miss about the game is just being able to mix it up with the guys, and it's also why I still go to the clubhouse. I got one more clip of Bronson talking about Dusty coming up and also Lucas Sims to get to as well. But before we get into that, wanted to let you know if you want to make a couple bucks this holiday season on some games, check out betonline.ag. Like today, for instance, Xavier plays Seton Hall and Xavier is a three-point favorite. Might be tempted to take the Musketeers in that matchup or you've got the Cotton Bowl in Oklahoma and Florida. That is going to be a fantastic game. Oklahoma favored by seven points. I might be tempted to at least look Florida's way in that one. But if you want to check out all of the sports betting action, head on over to betonline.ag. And when you create your profile, enter the promo code locked on to get a 50% deposit bonus. That's right. Enter locked on and betonline.ag will bump up your deposit by 50%. Check them out, betonline.ag, the official sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. Also, now's the best time to crack open a Built Bar. You guys know about Built Bar. I've talked about Built Bar so much, but it is an amazing snack. And if you have not tried it, I promise you, you will be very satisfied with it. It is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. A snack that will not leave you feeling like you just ate something awful because it's really good for you. The stats prove it. Four grams of sugar, four grams of fat, and up to 17 grams of protein, depending on your flavor. Whether you like cookies and cream, cherry bar, sea, maybe a little chocolate, peanut butter, they've got all kind of fruit flavors as well. And if you've got a nut allergy, lots of protein bars have some kind of nut in it, which will mess with your allergies, not Built Bar. They've got two separate facilities that if you have an allergy to nuts, peanuts, tree nuts, that sort of thing, they process those bars completely separate. So you don't have to worry about that allergy. Check them out, builtbar.com, and enter the promo code locked on for 20% off your next order. That's builtbar.com and the promo code locked on. 
Speaking of the official sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network, check out Locked On Bets to help you make a couple of bucks. They've got all of the insight from Lee Sterling and the host, your boy Q. They're going to look at each slate of games, give you a lock of the day so you don't have to go in flying blind. You can wager on some sports with inside info to get you a leg up in the game. So check them out, Locked On Bets Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so one more. We were talking about Dusty in uh, my interview with Bronson back in February, and I just asked him for some of his favorite memories in spring training, and he gave me a lot of different ones. I, I, I just love the, the greatest thing about Dusty is that he's such a mixed mix bag. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't know if people know this about him. They, if you've spent any time with him, I mean, he, he's like, you know, he used to say, you, you ever seen those beer commercials with the most interesting man in the world? And he says, and he goes, uh, I'm the second most interesting man in the world. And honestly, <laughs> it's probably true. I mean, he like grows his own grapes. He's got like a bomb shelter at his house. I mean, he's he's owned, you know, boats that go out in the Arctic that, that uh, I don't know, like the deadliest catch. He was part owner of one of those boats before. He, you know, he's played, played endless years in the big leagues. He's managed for endless years in the big leagues. He, he just has, he's got friends from all walks of life. He brings in food from all over the world. I mean, he'll bring in like a, he'll bring in like a moose leg from Alaska and be telling the, the, the he'll be telling the, the cook at whatever stadium we're at how to, how to prepare it for the guys. And he just, it's just hilarious. You know, I remember one time he had a meeting and uh, it was just before the playoffs. And he said, boys, you know, all that food I bring you every year and all these little gifts I drop on everybody. He's like, you know, you think that's uh, you think that comes for free? He's like, that ain't free. He said, that was my investment. He said, y'all better win some playoff games and buy me a house in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> so Dusty is like, he is just a mixed bag. You go in his office, he's got a list of things that he's doing. I mean, and it's like detailed, like send Hank Aaron's. Uh, you know, white flour. She's not feeling good. I need uh, two tomatoes from my farm for Joey Votto because he's got the, he got the flu. I mean, it is unbelievable <laughs> how detailed this guy is and how much energy he has. I absolutely love being around him. And um, in spring training, it was the greatest every morning to have Dusty come in because you just knew you were going to have a laugh. You can check out that full interview. It, it, I aired it back February 17th and 18th. If you go back through the archives of the episodes, that was a really fun interview. I always love talking with Bronson. And this next interview was pretty awesome, too. Got the chance to talk with Lucas Sims over the phone. This aired March 31st, I believe. It was either March 31st or April 1st. But I talked to him on March 31st about what was going on for him during the pandemic, during the shutdown. No baseball. How on earth is he getting through all of this? And it turned out the players were pretty much as much in the dark, if not more, than fans were. So we talked about that a lot. You can check out the full conversation between me and Lucas Sims on April 1st, but here's a couple of clips. The first one that I had, I asked him, what is the difference in working with Derek Johnson as opposed to other pitching coaches that he's had? Best job I've ever seen of, you know, when you're a pitching coach, you're part, you're coach, but also you're kind of also a psychologist. You know, you're, you're working with, um, you know, as, as mental as this game is, you know, you're, you're, you're always out there. Uh, the time between pitches, there's a lot of time where you can get into your own head. Uh, baseball is a game of failure, so how do you deal with failure? And he does a good job of communicating with all the information that's out there, being able to communicate it and, and what really resonates with me versus you know the, the 12 other pitchers that we have on staff. Um, I think he's very good about keeping it simple um, while also being able to you know, present information in a way that, um, you know, everybody can kind of understand it. 
I then asked him a question that has always been rattling around in my brain. We always see him on television or if we're at the ballpark and you look in the bullpen, see pitchers sitting there. I've always wondered, is there assigned seats in the bullpen? Uh, kind of. Uh, everybody kind of has their kind of has their spot, and you just you know where, like you know where Iggy likes to sit, so you just you, you leave that spot open for him. But for the most part, we're all kind of uh, we're pretty calm for the first few innings, barring any sort of situation. We play the how the feel feel of the game goes. We pay attention and 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 that. But and then uh, once you kind of start feeling the flow of the game and the situations start arising. Uh, I don't want to say restless, but everybody starts, you know, preparing their bodies, uh, preparing, getting their mind right and for what they might have to go in there and do that, that day. And then I get his take on how the trade process worked for him. That was actually one of the first things I asked Bronson, not in my interview with him this year, but in my first interview with him back in 2019. And he had said that pretty much the day before he was told by the front office of the Boston Red Sox that he wasn't going anywhere. And then all of a sudden, bam, he's traded to Cincinnati. Lucas had a bit of a different experience. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's cool. Um, you don't really – it's just – it's kind of like a surprise. Um, I, I – I kind of saw it coming. Um, I was in AAA at the time. Uh, our game finished prior to the big league game, and one of our uh, pitching coordinators or uh, like assistants to the GM kind of grabbed me and the two other guys I was getting traded with and told us told us to hang tight. And at that point, you kind of know what's going on. It was you know July 31st. The, the, the deadline was coming up. So I was like, all right, well. There's 29 other teams. Like, where, where are we going? Where are we going? Um, and then once you hit, like, once you hear it, you, it takes a minute for it to resonate. Until uh, I, I talked with the Atlanta front office, and then uh, put me on the phone with the Reds. Um, found out I was going to Cincinnati, uh, going to be a Red. And then, like, all right, this is kind of cool. And then I, I called my wife. I was like, I'm gonna, we're going to Cincinnati. <laughs> Um, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty surreal. Um, a a lot of things come at you quick. You know, you gotta pack everything up and try and make sure you don't (laughs) forget anything important. Uh, all in the meantime, you know, you still gotta go out there and perform, but I was, I think I was pretty lucky. I didn't have, uh, I wouldn't call it a, a horror story or, you know, anything like that. Mine was a, a pretty seamless transition. Um, I get there and and I was I was happy. Um, I, I think I was when I heard I was going to to the Reds. I I thought it was a, a great opportunity to kind of you know start a new chapter of my career and because um, I got drafted by my hometown team and that was cool. You know, not uh, all the teammates I've had, not a lot of teammates have been able to do that. Um, and, and you know, I got to do that early in my career and and now I understand. Like, all right, now it's time for something new and. Um, with that being said, I'm I'm just like you. I'm I'm anxious for this 2020 season to hopefully get underway as soon as possible. Go out there and and um, you know do what I believe and I know my teammates believe that we're capable of, and I think that's that's being the last team standing. Probably my favorite part. It- 
Okay, not probably. Definitely my favorite part of doing this podcast is getting the chance to talk to so many different people who are involved with the Reds in so many different ways, and it's a lot of fun. And that's why I'm kind of trying to do these lookbacks. So like I said, the Bronson interview was a two-parter. That's February 17th and 18th. And the Lucas Sims interview, you can find April 1st if you go back through the episode archives. Tomorrow, going to look at a couple more interviews and look back on some fun ones, maybe with a couple of beat writers, maybe with a couple of radio personalities. We've got a whole bunch to choose from, so you're not going to want to miss it as I look back on some of my favorite moments and in interviews of 2020. 20. And also remember that next week, Brandon Bailey is on the podcast. He's got an interesting trade story as well, kind of like we talked with Lucas Sims just a moment ago. You can hear his trade story next week. But that's going to do it for us here today. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to the Lockdown Reds podcast. I will talk to all of you tomorrow. Let's go, Rex. Hey. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.